0: Hi, and welcome to Money Files. I'm Keena Newell from Wealth Over Now. I work every day with professional women and solopreneurs to help them get out of financial overwhelm and shame so they can experience more flexibility and ease with their finances. Are you ready to gain confidence and learn to manage your finances intentionally? Tune in and grab financial tips that will help you master the way you think about and manage your finances. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Money Files. So today I want to talk to you about overspending. I see this come up all the time as a challenge that my clients have. And maybe you also are challenged with overspending. I think overspending generally happens in a lot of our disposable income categories. And when I talk about disposable income, I am thinking about the things that fluctuate often for us, whether it be buying groceries, or you're shopping for clothes, or maybe you are dining out, or you're taking trips, like those are the things that generally catch us off guard and make our budgets feel a little bit unstable, if you will, our bank accounts feel a little unstable. And when I'm working with clients and helping them address overspending, it's really going back to, and like for me as a coach, it's really about grounding in the numbers and grounding in reality. I just think that there are a lot of people out there that they're lying to themselves. And I think that people are living a lie when they choose not to budget. And when I say living a lie, there's a thought that people have when We talk about budgeting, and they think that budgeting is going to be restrictive and they won't be able to have fun or they won't be able to do what they desire to do. And then I ask them about their current lives and I'm like, Are you able to do what you desire to do right now? Guilt free? And the answer is generally no. There's a lot of like buyer's remorse and shame, and I shouldn't have or I wish I had of like reflection points for people when it comes to managing their money. And so, When you have a budget, the budget helps you actually ground in what's happening, and it creates a space for you to have some flexibility. So I'll just give you my budget, for instance. I I think I'm very prone to overspending, especially at the grocery store, because I feel like the grocery store is like a free-for-all. Like That's free money. Who can deny themselves of food, right? But because I have a budget that I proactively manage, I can also know how to shift and how to adjust my spending when I am thinking about, you know what's the impact of me overspending? And I use the word overspending very loosely when I'm thinking about my own personal budget. But like, you know what what does it look like if I am overspending in my grocery category because I have people in town and I'm buying for more than one person or whatever that may look like. And so by having a budget, I'm easily able to assess where there's flexibility and where I can shift things around to still make sure that I'm hitting the financial goals that I've set for myself. And having a budget allows me to also take any emotion out of what that may mean about me or what does it mean about my ability to manage money. And I think the same would be true for my clients. I actually, I asked a couple of weeks ago, I celebrated four years in business and I asked clients to, Share with me one of their biggest wins and their best results that they've had since working with me. And I want to share this with you, and then I'm going to go into more about helping you manage your overspending. But my client, Britt, said that for him, he said that his best result was taking all the emotions out of money. I now just do it, and I've integrated my money dates into regular life. When I do overspend, I just look at the big picture and adjust no more emotional breakdowns about being a financial failure in my life. And he put financial failure in quotes. But that's really what it's about. When we're overspending, which it happens, I would just normalize that it it happens. My question would be like, what's your response when it happens? And when you have financial tools, you're actually able to adjust and get back on track. So Brent says that he looks at his bigger picture, He adjusts and he moves on. And that is really about being able to feel like you're in control. It's about having peace of mind about your finances and not feeling like you have to attach your overspending to your value or your worth as a person. So overspending, I would say that there are some direct causes of overspending. And the ones that I came up with when I was thinking about this episode is like being in the moment whenever we're in the moment say I think my favorite one is like right now because it's warm outside being outside and like you know you and your friends decide to grab lunch and then after you grab lunch you're like oh let's go get ice cream then you go get ice cream and maybe you end up at somebody's happy hour right but you have this whole day that you're just outside in the streets and you're living in the moment because the weather is beautiful it's a beautiful summer afternoon that goes into a summer night and so you're caught up in the moment I think another thing that contributes to overspending is a lack of planning. I think this is really attached to when I think about like the grocery store. One of the things um, I was just talking to a client last week and we were talking about her grocery budget and yes, grocery prices have gone up, but I have to do this with myself is like, before I go to the grocery store, I actually like for me to To be thoughtful about what I'm buying, it's helpful for me to actually take stock of what I have in the cabinets, what I have in my refrigerator, what I have in my freezer. Because otherwise, that's how you end up with like two, three bottles of ketchup and extra mustard or buying produce that you actually had produce in your produce drawer. And so you're overspending, even if you're not necessarily going over budget, but you're just spending more money than you need to because you haven't actually taken stock of what's in your house. A third thing that I think about that causes overspending is being disorganized. That could look like in your, like in your personal life, in your home, not knowing where batteries are. My friend Katie would love that I'm talking about this because she is a home organizer and she talks about how her services really help save her clients money And she's actually come into my house and helped me organize my space. But like knowing where everything is in my house, like knowing where all of my notebooks are, knowing where all of my candles are, knowing where all of my overstock of batteries are helps me not overbuy and overpurchase things. So ultimately, it's helping me not overspend. And then the third or excuse me, the fourth thing that I would say that goes into overspending is mood swings. Like just thinking about your overall emotional state, like when you're happy, when you're sad, when you're bored, like how do those impact how you spend money in your life? And maybe you've never actually thought about that. Like how does your mood affect how you spend money? That'll be an interesting one for you to watch if you've never thought about how that impacts your personal life. Um, And I actually, in the show notes, will link my financial habit tracker you can track your finances for five days and I have some like emotional financial habit tracking questions in there for you, but it's very fascinating to kind of watch how what's planned and unplanned based on where you are emotionally. So I just talked about four causes of overspending, being in the moment, a lack of planning, disorganization, and mood swings. And so my goal today is really to help you just bring some awareness on what's going on in your life and what are you doing. Because I think when you light up the area of overspending in your life, then you can start to take control of what's happening. So first, I want you to think about in your life, what are you overspending on? Like if you just had to jot down the categories, what are you overspending on in your life? So I gave you a couple in the beginning of this episode, maybe it's groceries, maybe it's trips, and you're not allowed to say everything. Just really think about what is it specifically that you're overspending on? If you had to give it a category, what is it? As you look at those categories, I want you to ask yourself, and I'm assuming here, maybe you are budgeting, maybe you're not budgeting. But if you're thinking about budgeting, you're like, that's the next step I'm going to take Keena. I'm going to start budgeting. I want you to think about like where are those numbers in your budget? Like, Have you even considered those things? with how you plan to spend your money month to month. Because some of it may just be the fact that you're overspending because you've never actually thought about the fact that you want to spend $500 on groceries every month, or you haven't thought about that you like to get your hair done before you go out of town. And so because of the things that we just sometimes don't pay attention to, and we haven't you know, lit up in our life, we're going to overspend on those things because we haven't acknowledge them. So when you think about those categories that you have in front of you, and if you do have a budget, I want you to ask yourself, like, are my numbers real for these categories? I think that this is a common mistake that people have when they're budgeting is that, like, I have a client, I remember when we were budgeting together, like in our first run through of her budget, she told me she was going to spend $200 on groceries. And I told her, listen, I don't want to be negative. I don't want you to hear this as negative, but I don't think $200 a month is realistic because as I'm looking at it, that's $50 a week. So if you thought about your grocery bills per week, does $50 really reflect how much you're spending when you go to the grocery store, right? And so some of overspending is really just asking yourself, are my numbers realistic? Because there's the amount that you have budgeted, and then there's actually reality. And so, if you think about what's the reality, is that what you're putting into your into your budget? Are you putting this like hopeful number that you think just sounds good? Like, yeah, I should only be spending two hundred dollars. That sounds like enough. Hear me in this conversation. I'm not talking about like what. You should have for your grocery budget or what you should have for your clothing budget. But I just want you to think about like what's what's actually happening because then that's gonna actually help you shape your numbers and help you evaluate and adjust over time. Like maybe you do want to spend three hundred dollars a month on clothes and maybe you don't have that disposable income to spend three hundred dollars a month on clothes. But over time, you can shift that number and shift what that looks like for yourself because you, have sat down and you thought about the actual real number instead of just some number that sounds good, right? So first thing, you've written down these categories that you overspend. You're asking yourself, are these numbers real? Do they make sense? And what do I have budgeted versus like what my reality is? So another tip that I have for you is in overspending, I want you to think about your emotions. Remember I told you one of the causes of overspending is your mood. And so an exercise that you can do is to think this week, if it's something that you haven't planned to spend money on, I want you to track what you're buying. Okay? Like if you didn't plan in the iced coffee, track it. If you didn't plan in the Uber Eats, track it. If you didn't plan to shop on Amazon, track that. And I want you to monitor how you're feeling before you go and make that purchase. Or if you've already made the purchase, think about how were you feeling? And you can also prompt yourself moving forward after you just kind of take stock of where you are in your emotions. But think about like, what are the trends that you see? So when I feel blank, I tend to blank. So maybe when you feel bored, you tend to shop. Or when you feel really tired, you tend to order food out. So just being able to connect an emotion with the action that you actually take will help you monitor and curb your overspending. So you might just be able to catch yourself in the moment to be like, oh my goodness, I'm like really tired right now. And that's why I'm trying to order Uber Eats. But I remembered... You know that I have something in the freezer that's easy for me to prepare. So you might be able to just like kick yourself out of that cycle because of the fact that you're aware of it and you're not ignoring it. Uh, you can also ask yourself if you're in one of those things in one of those places. Like, what do I need in this moment? Okay, so maybe you're bored, maybe you're really tired, maybe you're feeling really lazy. Asking yourself what you need in the moment. Can also prompt you to do something different. Uh, a great example, the other day, I just remember feeling really tired, and what my body actually needed was movement. And it sounds very counterintuitive, but I know myself, so I went out and I went on a run and moved my body for thirty minutes, and that shifted my mood. and just ultimately is going to help me make make better decisions because of one small choice that I made in that moment. And then another prompt that you can also ask yourself is like is this the trade-off I want to make? So if you're thinking about spending money, asking yourself like is this actually what I want to spend money on? Like what is the impact of this decision? And you would be really surprised at how taking an extra 60 seconds can help you think about how you're actually spending money because we spend money so mindlessly because everything is so connected. Um, Your credit cards are on your phone. They're on your watch. They're on your computer. They're hooked into Amazon. And so it's so easy to get instant gratification. So being able to check in with yourself in moments before you spend will help you be more in tune with like what you actually need and if you're actually aware of the decision that you're making at the time. Another tip that I have for curbing overspending that is tied to your emotions is creating a joy list. I think that this really helps, especially if you're someone who finds yourself spending money when you're bored or maybe you're actually. Feeling really lazy or tired, but just thinking about like, what are the things that you, when you're spending money on, on things, what is the thing that you actually want? Uh, Maybe you're going out to brunch and what you want is connecting. You want to be able to connect with people and you don't actually have to go out to brunch to connect with people especially if the brunch is subpar and not even really worth the money that you're spending. And so maybe on your joy list, you uh, write that you like to hike with friends, okay? Or maybe you want to have like a potluck dinner. So you still get the connection and the community that you desire from being with your friends, but you may not have the same financial impact in your life, If you know that you spend money when you're bored or you're lonely, but maybe like having a dance party is something that brings you joy, or maybe you like to go out and watch the sunrise or the sunset, like you can create this joy list and really think about how do I intentionally plan those times during my week to really support my mood and really think about where I am in the moment and what I need so that that way, going back to overspending, and your mood and emotions, you can make better decisions in that time for for yourself. Another tip, especially when we think about mood swings, is to give yourself a twenty four hour pause. If you're someone who uh, maybe you're scrolling through Instagram late at night, um, or you know the ads that are targeting you because they're listening to all of your conversations, and you realize like, wow, I'm adding things to a cart that I don't even know that I need, you know, somebody posted about a 50% off discount. And now here I am down this rabbit hole, give yourself 24 hours, and you can come back and ask, like, do I actually need this? And that could 100% shift all of your overspending, because you're giving yourself 24 hours before you buy. And you're actually inserting like patience instead of instant gratification, which just by nature of the world that we live in, instant gratification is the thing that is there all the time. And it takes a while. It takes a moment for us to actually stop and think about, like, is this what I want to be doing? So another cause that we talked about of overspending was lack of planning, right? If you looked at your list, think about what's on that list and what maybe is connected in your categories that comes from a lack of planning. One of the tips that I shared earlier in the podcast was like you know, making it a non-negotiable that you'll shop your pantries before you actually go to the grocery store. If you take the time to do that and you know meal plan, one of my tips for that I would give to you is like I, when I go to the grocery store, I've started buying food only for three days because I ch- changed my mind on what I want to eat. So if I can think of like a couple meals that I want, it helps me like hone in on what I'm gonna get at the grocery store and not put a whole bunch of extra stuff in my cart with hopes that I'll make it. I find that if I don't do that, that's how I get a whole bunch of groceries that I waste, and then I've wasted money, and I potentially have overspent because now I'm back at the grocery store buying stuff because I don't actually want the stuff that I purchased, okay? So um, meal planning, shopping your cabinets, extremely helpful. You can also think of going back and thinking about my friend Katie, like thinking... In your house, how are things organized? Like put things, give them the same home. You're like, Kina, this is not an organizing show. I know. But what I'm telling you is having a home for my things has really helped. Like all of my candles have a home in one specific closet. So it helps me not go to TJ Maxx or Target and buy a whole bunch of extra candles because I can visually see that I have enough candles. So I don't need to buy any more. I can visually see in a basket all of my notebooks. I'm not allowed to buy any more. And so it just improves my self-talk when I'm out and about at a TJ Maxx or at a Target. And I think that I'm passing up something that I can't possibly pass up, right? So just take stock um, and organize your life in that way. The other tip that I would have in terms of planning Um, I oftentimes see that when people go on trips, this is another place where they overspend. Or maybe you have people in town for the weekend, something that kind of like out of your normal routine. But here's where I would suggest that you make a mini budget. All right. So say you're going on a trip, you have people coming into town, think about how much money you actually want to spend. I'm committed to spending $500, $1,500, whatever it is, put a number to it. When you actually sit down and think about what it is that you need, even if you were to spend a little bit over whatever you projected, it just brings a different amount of awareness to your actual being about how you want to spend money. It's a moment where you're taking uh, that time for yourself to be intentional with your finances and not just allowing something to happen to you because you're on vacation. And so vacation just means that you spend a lot of money. Um, Vacation doesn't have to mean that you spend a lot of money, but just sitting down and thinking about, you know, how much is baggage gonna cost me? What is my airport transfers? How much do I wanna be spending on food? How much do I wanna spend on excursions? And so by taking that extra moment, you're gonna have a mini budget that's going to help you. So you could also use the same technique for the holidays, maybe you're planning a party um, or you're planning gifts that you're going to buy, but sit down and actually write a mini budget. And that mini budget is going to help frame how you want to spend money. It's going to help you be more thoughtful and more intentional and not just your finances happening to you. And then the last two things that I would throw in here for our conversation over spending, and I think this goes for your mood, your mood being in the moment, lack of planning, whatever, any of those buckets, is make things unaccessible. So when I talk about making things unaccessible, like unlink your credit cards from Amazon, unlink your credit cards from Uber Eats, like the things that you automatically go and do, if you have to take one extra second to do it, that could be the time that you use to ask yourself, like, do I actually need this? Is this something that I want? What do I need right now? And by unlinking your credit cards, that can shift how you spend money or even unlinking your debit card. Like Just think about all the different ways that money passes through your life. Attaching to making things unaccessible and unlinking your credit cards, think about how you spend. Do you use multiple credit cards? Do you use a debit card? I think that's another thing that leads to overspending because we're spending money from so many different places that we don't pay attention to how much money we're really spending. So the other thing that you can um, think about doing in terms of overspending is be spending from one account. If you have a credit card, maybe you only spend from one credit card, so everything is in one place. If you're spending from your checking account, making sure that you're just using your debit card because everything is in one place and it makes it accessible for you to be looking at on a weekly basis on a daily basis so you can see where is money going in my life day to day um, and lastly I would leave you with always asking yourself like is this a need or is this a want I think that's a great question to ask I think it's a question we don't ask often enough and it's not a matter of being restrictive but just thinking about when it comes to overspending especially on clothes and I'm so guilty of this I have bought things just because they were on sale and I had great intentions. And then, you know, you look in your closet and you have something that still has the tags on it. And so now you spent $50, $40, $30, $20, because you didn't actually check in with yourself to see like, is this a need or a want? And you were just being in the moment um, or you had some type of mood (laughs) and you thought that that thing needed to come home with you. So I hope that something I said today resonated with you. I know I jumped around a couple different places, but I just wanted to talk about overspending in a way that hopefully when you think about it, you are like, yes, I can take this tip, I can take this tool and I can implement it. So I feel like my money and my finances aren't just happening to me. So um, I hope that you have a fabulous Tuesday if you're listening to this when it comes out. If you haven't already, I would love it if you would subscribe to my podcast and also leave a comment, leave a review. I would love to hear from you. And if you are ready to work with me one-on-one to gain peace of mind with your finances, you can go to www.wealthovernow.com backslash appointment and we will spend 45 minutes on a consult talking about you. And your relationship with money and I will help you make a decision about coaching. But until then, I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Money Files. If you're ready to take the next step to reach your financial goals, head to wwwwealthofrenalcom appointment and let's get started.